2: goes without saying we are back for another episode of goes without saying with sefi hi that's me (laughs) and wing hi that's me that's her (laughs) this episode is all about quote-unquote toxic relationships we go in on how to identify them if we've ever been in them how to communicate in them how to get out of them if it's possible to leave them or change them um or if we're just the problem all along and it's us that is alexa play toxic by Britney. I hope you enjoy it because I had a
3: great old time. Sophie, did you have a good time in this episode? Yeah, it was really nice. I'm loving the episodes these days. I'm feeling very relaxed. Oh,
2: music to my fucking ears. Well, take it away, take it away, Sophie and Wing. I hope you have something to say.
3: Um, not really. We've just been talking for too long, so we've kind of used up (laughs) all of our conversation. All of our energy is kind of gone. Mm -hmm. We did our nice things that we do, where we say nice things about each other, but we did it. Not even we said one thing. We did a whole full course dinner of compliments when you say a full course dinner maybe we should explain we literally said okay so here's your bread the bits and bread for the table to wet the whistle <laughs> is um i love this thing about you for your main course is this <laughs> then we went right through to drink it was good cheese board we even did cheese board we got down to and then we got
2: ice cream on the walk home
3: yeah we're so we're absolutely exhausted with compliments
2: uh-huh it's really nice.
3: I'm full. I'm so fucking full of compliments.
2: I'm full. I'm full. Absolutely stuffed. I've been gobbling. Gobble, gobble,
3: gobble. <laughs> I had four desserts. <laughs> Jesus. So we have gone fully mad. If that if you needed any more confirmation, we have gone fully insane. Daddy's gone mad, Doesn't hasn't he? he? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I don't think I've been up to anything exciting. What? I mean, I don't know whether to say it. I mean I went to a funeral.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna say a date that's why i pulled that face i'm
3: not being rude i did also go on a date which was really good really fun but i also went to a funeral you know ages ago in an episode i said well we missed an episode because i was having hard Mm -hmm. personal times whatever we said i don't know (laughs) but yeah assume the worst it happened so that was great but i feel a lot of relief with the funeral being over um and i can just get on with my own like grief i guess in my own like personal way rather than having to like perform uh-huh. grief for like extended family yeah and stuff so i definitely feel closure happy that it's over it went mm-hmm. like as well as a fucking funeral can go some sense of closure i mean it was a long time not even a long time ago a couple oh i don't know it's been a process yeah it's been a whole process so i'm definitely like fragile fragile girl at the moment but also, it was the right thing to happen, and like it. Sefi, can you give us some profound views on grief, please? <laughs> it's like don't.
2: It's fine. Can you give us some profound views on aging and death? <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, there's like, like you don't. There's no pressure here to say anything. I
3: have no thoughts. I'm just sad. Yeah. Um. How are you? I'm really good. <laughs> Anyone die in your family? <laughs> 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 Try and fucking top me. God.
2: Um yeah i good i'm good i'm really happy Se- sefi is happy too i'm not being insensitive
3: no oh my god in no way oh my god in no way no, i'm yeah. de- i'm definitely happy it's it just life is fucking weird as fuck isn't it mm-hmm uh, boy is it yeah the earth is a weird place we've said it before
2: oh my god i didn't tell you go on i had a massive breakdown last night god and you had the nightmare
3: yeah and my boyfriend also had weird dreams
2: i think i took bad energy to bed last night <laughs> <laughs> My, my dog probably sleeping at the end of the bed probably had bad dreams as well. I'm cursing a lot of us. What was the breakdown? I just burst into tears because I was making noodles and I spilt like hot water everywhere. Fine. Just tipped you over the edge. Well, okay. Let me bring it back to the beginning. Which I also did say this to Zephi that I've been swimming in the sea. You may have seen on my Instagram. Ugh. I've been swimming. Love, love, love. I would say like a, I don't even know. Who's a strong swimmer? Is his name somebody phelps
3: michael phelps tom daly tom daly yeah, i've been diving isn't he a cyclist michael phelps maybe <laughs> i thought he was that cyclist that got done for like drugging no that's oscar no no Pistor- not oscar pistorius oh no no no, no. we're getting oh in- look let's not get into it. it's great. we're getting controversial <laughs> no 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 who am i thinking of i don't know who's the cyclist oh you're thinking of a woman
2: why am i thinking roger federer oh no i don't know then i have no <laughs> idea <laughs> i don't know there's a there's a, a Is irrelevant. You're swimming. I've been swimming and I was saying to Stephanie earlier, I have massively underestimated how scared I am of sharks. Yeah. Which, I mean, don't be alarmed, I haven't seen any sharks. And I feel like, Anyone in the UK or anyone who's had like, I don't know, like a similar life to me in my (laughs) hair so far will, I'm sure, understand why it's quite absurd (laughs) to have quite a strong fear. Thing is, I don't think it's absurd. Well, I love sharks, but I'm terrified. And I didn't realise how terrified I was until I kind of got in the sea and I had amazing moments, quite euphoria. I was kind of laughing to my I was like completely on my own, laughing away.
3: Ha ha (laughs) ha, this is insane. I'm in the sea, how alive I must be at this moment. Yeah, feeling so alive that's the thing with swimming yeah it's amazing it makes you go mad it's like how crazy to be alive right now it's like jesus and in the sea
2: and then i got a little bit deeper i mean i was still i literally didn't get my feet off the ground and i started getting a bit (laughs) scared and kind of I, I was really quite far out because the sea was quite far out so it was still Ooh. really shallow but like in shark land I was quite far away and I was looking over at my dog on the shore like fuck I can't get back fast enough. I'm gonna die oh. yeah and I kept thinking about the sharks but I think that the anxiety about the sharks actually probably brought up some anxious feelings anyway because then the whole day I felt a little bit like oh I kind of I could probably do with a cry and I watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians nice and I watched the episode where Chloe marries Lamar Odom mm. and I was sobbing sort of sobbing my nuts off wow i was sobbing <laughs> just kind of not even that they were getting my, just i think I know, i'm rambling now but i was just kind of thinking the whole time like god time changes things <laughs> I, don't know. I was in a really bizarre mood and then again that i obviously hadn't shed enough tears because then at the end of the day i was making my noodles and my water went around and i started crying again and my boyfriend was like the
3: hell is going on and you're like it's because of the sharks yeah exactly and i, know. I know said i think
2: the sharks brought up some anxious
3: feelings for me this morning <laughs> no i don't doubt it as well like because mm-hmm. when you were talking to me earlier about the sharks or just swimming in the sea there are no sharks but, but i don't doubt that there are sharks yeah just because of global warming like everyone's like there are no sharks in england there are no sharks in england but my logic is there was a whale in the thames mm. that should not have been there either but it was it very much was mm-hmm. so i just think like with global warming and everything there's only so much of this i can listen to planets heating up what the fuck is going on bo burnham would say yeah so true so i just think i wouldn't be shocked if there was a shark can you not and i also have never got in the sea before without thinking about sharks yeah yeah but also i was also saying like i do think it's the media as i think most things are the fucking patriarchal media it's all on jaws like eight out of ten times you see someone get in the sea in a film or tv they're getting eaten by a shark. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's we're trained to think there are sharks everywhere when there aren't. But
2: I love sharks. I think they're amazing. But
3: so anyway, this
2: is going to be my new thing. Is I'm working on the phobia, and I'm gonna I'm gonna nail it. Every time I get in that sea, yeah. it looks amazing. It looks so beautiful, such a serene image. But I'm actually dying inside because I'm scared I'm gonna get eaten. That's fine. We're well, not fine of get eaten, but
3: also <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fine. I reckon that's fine by me. Good way to go. <laughs> Works for me. But yeah, no, I do completely get that because they are scary. Mm. But I do think also if you have a, if you have quite a fearful morning, makes sense to have a fearful whole day and then nightmares at night.
2: I think it's just quite intense. I go quite early and you're in cold water and you're kind of like essentially naked out and about. Also like I live in Brighton. Like it's not, I'm not on holiday. Do you know what I mean? That's why it's weird to me. I've never, I'm not one of those people that has grown up in England, like being out in the sea,
3: in public, out in... That's never been my life. I don't know. It's just so weird. I also think that doesn't go away because I think I am one of those people that grew up kind of in the sea. Mm, Out and about, yeah. And in rivers and shit. And I still, every single fucking time I go in the river, I am terrified of crocodiles and shit like that. Beasts. Or like dead bodies. Like, I just go quite grim and dark in my mind.
2: Because just immediately
3: you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You don't know what's in there.
2: It's a very unfamiliar territory, yeah. But it's
3: also like the most stunning thing you could do. So
2: stunning. Even though
3: the whole time you are thinking about like blood and death and all of these Mm. like horrific things. Well,
2: I was almost quite, so I quite stunning. I kind of went like, I was literally like wading in and I kind of sat and it was just, I was sat kind of cross-legged and it was coming up to my hips. Fine, perfect. You were sitting cross-legged in the sea? Yeah, yeah. A bit of a meditation
3: vibe. You're going to have pure sand and stones in your bikini bottoms.
2: Oh yeah, it was in my bikini bottoms. Yeah. And then I took, I took my, I'm not going to lie, I took them off right here in this living room and i cast
3: sand everyone <laughs> what's going on on the new rug yeah so it's had many a hoover stunning start to a day anyway yeah sorry i like i'm going on and on no i'll talk about sharks at any point <laughs> i mean same but we have we probably spent an hour talking about sharks earlier <laughs> and I could go on so maybe there is a limit <laughs> yeah maybe there is a limit we've um, reached shark limit mm. um, just one more fact about sharks though just quickly yeah I told you this also earlier but I was listening to a podcast oh yeah a podcast that she hates it's not a podcast I hate I love the concept so much but I don't know how they manage just to make it not interesting in any episode <laughs> so
2: she hates it whenever she talks about it she says I hate this podcast it's so
3: bad but I listen all the time and think oh like I would really love this if it was just executed slightly Maybe you guys have a similar experience listening to this. Who knows? Yeah. I'm just getting some kind of tension between the the like many hosts. Oh. I think they just have too many hosts and it's like just too much. This is why you want me to get eaten so we don't have
2: the tense <laughs> dynamic too many hosts. You're looking for one host of the ghost without saying podcast and it's
3: not wing. <laughs> I think maybe a one host podcast would work. <laughs> but sharks, they were saying are misandrous mm. so they hate men <laughs> proportionally sharks eat way more men than they eat women uh-huh. and i just thought that's quite fascinating mood but
2: also they just hate eating humans in general yeah which is why i feel bad this is why i'm gonna conquer this phobia
3: well let's go we said earlier let's go swimming with sharks i'm up for it <gasps> what do you remember something do i remember something in
2: the last episode we said we would do something nice oh brass ourselves we do we
3: do an act of self-love god and now we've just been talking
2: about sharks <laughs> Well, I'm going to say mine is getting in the sea and being committed to, like, taking that time, precious moment, meditating in the open water. It's amazing. And I'm committing to myself to not me fucking shitting myself the entire time that's really nice okay that's really good thanks what's yours (laughs) i really threw i threw you in there i really did i was spinning webs around you talking about sharks distracting you and then i dropped
3: it in you had homework to do Threw it and made it all link Mm -hmm. that's perfect i'm glad you linked that back in because otherwise it's like are we gonna cut that whole bit what we talk about yeah i was thinking that yeah
2: I also feel a bit bad because you were talking about a funeral and I turned it into sharks. So I just want to apologise.
3: No. <laughs> On air. No, no, no. Well, it's kind of, no. otherwise it's the funeral episode. It's like, <laughs> bring out the music. like Okay. Suddenly the most, like, no one signed up for that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And especially the intro. Hey guys, goes about saying. Yeah, how can you update us? So I went to my grandfather's funeral. (laughs) Um, It's like Jesus Christ. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um. Well, speaking of funerals, mm. I think my nice thing that I did for myself was I was very kind to myself on that day. Like, I knew I would struggle and I knew that I would be weeping Mcgee, crying my eyes out. And it was one of those things where not a lot of people were crying other than, I. well, I don't know. It was kind of our immediate family were crying, but like, my, am I going to give you... F- fucking funeral dynamics right <laughs> <Family> now <first>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give us names go on me and my siblings <laughs> were very much Sobbing, 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 sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I was just so proud with how we all handled that with like external, kind of the, the, the like more external families. Like, mm. I was just really not wanting anyone to be like, I didn't want to make small talk. I just wanted to get in. It's to- a pure moment, isn't it? So you don't want it to be tainted
2: in any way, but you don't want to be given fucking bullshit in that moment. It's like, this is a pure thing.
3: I didn't want any, it was a lovely service. Shut the fuck oh. up. Shut up and get out of my fucking face. I mean, it's hard- to know what to say with Zeffi at the best of times. so <laughs> i didn't want any bullshit <laughs>
2: if she's in a stressful environment best to just
3: avoid <laughs> i just think what, you, what the fuck are you talking about yeah and also there's like a lot of um there's a few members of my family with autism and i was just very proud of mm-hmm. i was very i was just very proud of like one member of my family specifically and i think i was very kind to myself on that entire day and like made sure that i was taking care of like the people that needed to taking care of and also of myself just being like i'm not gonna put form anything for you like people coming up to me and being like just want to talk to you about it it's like no sorry i'm i'm not doing that today amazing i'm proud
2: of you as well and i'm i'm happy that it was the best that it could have been in a sad situation i'm happy that yeah you didn't have to go
3: through something you know on top of all of that yeah No unnecessary shit. Just, I was great to myself. I wasn't a bitch, which I often am. (laughs) I was a bitch to other people. I was a real bitch to other people. (laughs) That's for fucking sure. As she should. (laughs) But to my people I actually like in my family, I was great. Okay, should we get the elephant out of the room? Yeah. Let me tell you what the elephant is.
2: Let's get the sharks out of the room. Somebody said, quite a few people said, and this was, I think the main, I just want to get this out of the way because to me, I have a personal gripe with the word toxic. I wonder if you do too, I'm sure.
3: Yeah. Not a fan. I'm not a fan also another thing Mm. a word i also don't like yeah podcast really for what reason i think it's really ugly but i'm just saying just you saying i have a personal gripe with a word i just thought "Mm, do you know what a word i don't love podcast podcast ugly really stupid stupid word oh i quite like it podcast i quite like the pod Mm. part i think that's nice pod i think it's dumb if i could change the name of podcasting or having a podcast
2: go on what would you call it let me think it would be harry and i'll directly to you casting
3: yeah for (laughs) sure it would be yeah yeah (laughs) Okay,
2: somebody said... Lots of people said something similar. I just thought this person... This person wins, basically. If you said something similar, you suck. This person won. This person beat you to it. Crocs, the first crocs. Because they said it personally, yeah. They said it perfectly. Toxic is a buzzword. Like, yeah, people can treat you shit,
3: but does that... Sorry,
2: why am I putting on a voice?
3: Why do you make a really intelligent point? You tried to make her sound so dumb. Like, yeah. I don't know why I put that voice on. Toxic is a
2: buzzword. Like, yeah, people can... Sorry. Right, this person is saying, toxic is a buzzword. Like, yeah, people can treat you shit, but does that always mean they're toxic? Question mark. And a lot of people also said... I'm gonna tie it in with someone, something else that someone said. Thank you for sending these in, by the way. Someone said, I feel like people don't talk about how it brings out your toxic traits. So when you're in a toxic relationship, you're also being toxic often this
3: is what i oh no sorry go on no you go i'm talking my nut off over here this is what i thought was so interesting (laughs) about (laughs) the responses that it's like obviously when you throw out a question of like talk to your talk to us about your relationship with like toxic relationships everyone has a story oh my god so many messages so thank you you were saying it before this was our most ever so Mm -hmm. genuinely thank you so much so many people it was really interesting when people would talk about their own toxicity Mm -hmm. because i think that doesn't naturally come to mind because you instantly think of the ways you've been wronged and all the fucking annoying people that you know in your life mm-hmm. i just think it was really amazing like that seeing the self reflection in the dms and in the question boxes like i actually think i was toxic here and like and then i was putting on top of that my own analysis of it's not even so much about like toxic people but like i think toxic dynamics between people Mm -hmm. because i've had it before where i would call this person a toxic person but actually what i think it was more was like i'm too full of shit and they're too full of shit so together we have a toxic dynamic (sighs) together we are full of shit ablisa literally and it brings out the shitness in us both
2: yeah yeah i agree and i agree with them saying like it's just a buzzword in the sense that because also, like, I mean, this whole podcast is built on fucking buzzwords. There's such a need for it. It's called clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a total need for it to get a point across efficiently. And I also think within this kind of um circle, buzzwords like toxicity and boundaries and gaslighting and all of these things.
3: Kind of toxic positivity. Yeah. It's like, just put toxic in front of anything and people love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I think there's so much, there's been such a need for that, obviously, because we've been treating each other like fucking shit for like like centuries yeah and now we've got an understanding of boundaries like i want the children to have an understanding of boundaries i yeah. think that's great i want these 13 year olds on instagram to know what a boundary is amazing but obviously if something's a buzzword it's going to be misused and blah, blah 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 so that's kind of the thing with toxic i think that's my gripe that's my first crux is that i just think i, I, I don't i don't know i think it's really helpful to be able to identify when something is a negative or like destructive situation mm. but i kind of I think in part it probably just encourages i think it does a lot to encourage people to reflect on yeah the ways that they've been wronged which is absolutely important but i think it can quite easily be a kind of point of conversation or like a just a concept that doesn't necessarily so easily allow people to like think quite critically actually about the experiences that they've had and how they
3: feel and how they've acted and blah, blah 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 but it's quite simplistic it's quite an easy get out, isn't it? It's get out, jail free card. It's quite like if someone ever acts like a dick, uh-huh. oh, you're toxic, which is just such a, it's, it's just like, yeah, they probably are. They probably are. And I can probably name three ways in which we all are. Well, we're all kind of Mm. awful scummy humans, aren't we? Yeah.
2: Three ways. Go on, give us three.
3: Three ways. I think it's like, if I look at the average human.
2: Yeah. Well, bread for the table would be
3: just (laughs) your starter of why you're toxic. is. (laughs) But like the bread for the table, if we're using this extended like meal metaphor, Mm.
2: we were Mm. using off the
3: podcast and that makes no sense. It's like, if only that was recorded. (laughs) Bread for the table for everyone of like the first thing I would offer you that like everyone is toxic is everyone is completely selfish and like we're and that's not our fault but it's like you're completely programmed like evolutionary evolutionary, to be like survival of the fittest you want you and your family your like um kids to have the best fucking chance so it's like you're geared towards what is best for you so everyone has this like quite unlikable thing about themselves which is like i'm worried about how i'm presenting and i'm worried about how i'm gonna get given the shit deal and all of that it's like okay so that's just the first way in which you were probably quite toxic. Toxic to the people around you, you're always in a group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have like mm-hmm. em- you can be empathetic and all this stuff, but everyone there is kind of like, okay, well, where do I fit within this? Like, where, but what if you do that, then I'm on my own. That it's like everyone's kind of a little bit fucked. Then in loads of other ways, it's like you're probably a bit of a bitch as well. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Not me. Oh my God. You're talking to all of us. You're probably a bit of a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. This whole thing is directed at me,
3: No, off. but I just think like, um, we all- <laughs> We all have shitty qualities. And, and a lot of us have like the same, like a lot of them are generic. When I look around, it's like, mm. I see some repeating um, motifs here that you're all possessing the same shit. And it's because you all have this kind of selfish gene. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Well, now we're all obsessed with fucking boundaries and gaslighting and toxicity.
3: Yeah. Girl <laughs> boss, gatekeep, what is it? Ga- that thing. Yeah, gaslight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Basically we don't even like the term that this whole episode is based on.
2: Yeah. Forgive me for creating a beautiful title around these buzzwords. Forgive me. So sorry. I hold my hands up. We needed to get some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just important to keep it in mind. Goes without saying. Go without, saying. Go without, saying. Go without saying. Don't love a disclaimer. it's not a pod about disclaimers, but I sometimes think some things that go without saying need to be addressed. <laughs> okay. I really like this message actually. Do you want to go in with the one or should i continue no no go in go in yeah this person said let me just double check because i think this person has a podcast and i think it's called the lily pod and i reckon you lot should listen to it yeah it is this person you should listen guys it's called the lily pod she has really great <laughs> i didn't i didn't actually think i was gonna do this this was not planned whitewashing appropriation and the kardashians is the last episode it came out on monday there's an imposter among us Perfectionism, self-doubt, great titles, great concepts, you should listen anyway, the lily pod. This person said, one thing I dislike about the discourse around toxicity is that it labels people as toxic, not their behaviour. So it labels people as toxic, not their behaviour, which I think can be unproductive and very black and white, which I kind of think is another crux that we're trying to get at. Is like, where is the nuance in just labelling someone toxic and moving
3: on? Yeah, and that's the thing with, I can name three toxic traits in every single person, including myself. What does that mean to be like, that person is toxic but this person here is not toxic mm. it's like who are you as this like moral code law yeah the big book of moral thoughts it's like what what is this yeah
2: you are the moral
3: compass among us only Sephy and Wink can judge it's fucking true and i'll name three fucking things about you right now <laughs> I like this one. Someone said, one of my pals drains the hell out of me. Guess that's toxic because it's creating stress for me. Yeah, God. <laughs> and I just thought that was interesting because we talk quite a bit about, I don't know if we talk about this on the podcast or not, but we, I, I think we talk about like being drained by people a lot or like certain people can drain you and some some people can like lift you up slightly. I actually think I heard this once on The Only Ways Essex mm-hmm. when I was about 13 watching TOWIE. Shout out to The Only ways Essex. You guys might not have heard of it, but- it's a great show or it's actually not a great show but <laughs> when I was revising for my GCSEs I used to stay up late and watch it someone on that show said there are two kinds of people you can either be a radiator or a drain Ooh. so you can either radiate you can either be a radiator or a drain and I do think when you encounter a drain and you, you could, someone can be a drain for you that is a radiator to someone else like it's all about Absolutely. matches here mm-hmm. but it's like yeah I, I don't know if that's toxic Definitely like an interesting dynamic when one of your friends like consistently like drains you. Yeah. What do you think that is though? Because it's not just that they're a drain; it's that something about them is draining you. It it
2: depends on loads of things. It's like are they? Is it triggering? Something's not being said there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 There's a pattern there that's been happening and it's draining you over the course of your Mm socialisation. You
3: made the decision not to say anything. They made the decision to fucking drain you. What is that? So that's something where I'd say that might not even be like a toxic person, but that's like a toxic dynamic. Mm. they are draining you because they have realized that there's a power imbalance here and they are like yeah. they've realized that they can drain you and get away with it do you think people that drain know they're draining not always no
2: i don't think anyone who's ever drained me has known that they're draining me really no they'd walk away from it saying we had a great time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I'd walk away saying, God, I'm fucking drained. Yeah. Because <laughs> I reckon there must be loads of times where people have been around me and they walked away thinking, God, she's fucking draining. and I would never know. None the wiser. Can't relate. No way has that happened to you. Really? You're a radiator. Well, we would say that about each other, wouldn't we? Mm. I reckon a lot of people think we're drains. <laughs> you listening right now may think are we drains <laughs> yeah. or are we radiators but that, that kind of that's kind of what i mean by like it's not about the person the dynamic that's <laughs> kind of what that person means yeah yeah it's not about the person it's about the dynamic and it's not even it's about the behaviors yeah and, and the choice to not um communicate it as well is a bit risky in itself isn't it
0: Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
3: How the hell do you communicate to someone? Oh, you're draining me, actually. Like, every time I walk away, you're... Well,
2: but that's the thing. I think you don't communicate, oh, you're draining me. I think you communicate, like, look, repeatedly. Like, I I know I didn't say anything before, but actually, when you bring up, like, my fucking insecurity about my grades it's signed it's or like when you you know when you bring up this thing like i don't know if i'm just sensitive i'm maybe i'm reading it wrong but like i reckon we should just like not go into that because it's just making it just makes me feel so shit like i've noticed like do i mean like i've noticed when you bring that or like blah 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 because it's not that they're just draining you there's something actually happening there
3: but sometimes it's not sometimes it's just they're boring well sometimes
2: you're not compatible with them you don't want to spend time with them yeah
3: or like it's not even boring but it's like when someone uses you to be their therapist Uh I find that's when I'm most drained in a conversation when it's like I've done two hours now of like intense being your therapist trying to build you up trying to build you up before you've even said oh how are you yeah there's like there's no balance in the dynamic exactly yeah I I completely agree but then I think that's like you
2: say like i'm i'm wincing but yeah you can't you can't hear me wincing but you say like mm, like oh like or just like i actually don't have the space to to be your therapist or you just you lead yeah you lead with like can can we talk about my shit right now like i'm really going through something yeah Or even, like, are you available tonight? I've got something that I would really appreciate talking to you about because you're so, like, considerate and, like, insightful. I'd really appreciate being able to talk to you about it. But totally get, like, if you're not in the headspace to handle my shit right now. And kind of show them what it is to, like, appreciate someone's fucking limits.
3: Time. Uh Uh-huh. I think some people just still don't get it. I agree, but, like... I'm not about to be toxic and choose to not try. No, true. But it's like, okay, so you do that. You come to them with the the gift of like all the communication you can like muster. And then they go, yeah, no, I'd love to talk to you about your stuff. Um, And you talk about it for 10 minutes. Oh oh my God, it really reminds me of like blah, blah, blah. And it's still back. And then Mm -hmm. it goes back. Like I do think some people just are not aware of Mm -hmm. their draining energy.
2: (laughs) I completely agree. I completely agree they're not aware. If you can make them aware, make them aware. But
3: then I also think like, I reckon some people just aren't supposed to be in your life that's what i mean by like then is it to the point where it's like you're incompatible
2: yeah like if someone's constantly draining you why
3: why are you gonna see them again by choice though and that's the toxic dynamic it's not even that they are a toxic person it's like there might be someone whose life they are kind of interested in because I think it's when someone shows you like consistent disinterest in any of your issues and wants to use you as like um, what's it like a bouncing soundboard soundboard thing. soundboard <laughs> bouncing post I was gonna mm-hmm. say <laughs> soundboard for their own issues and all of this stuff and as their personal therapist which was a term that was used a lot in the question boxes in the answers whatever they're called yeah it's the relationship between the two of you that just is not working it's not even that they're wrong or you're wrong it's not working yeah yeah it's it's just what what are you getting out of this Don't force it don't force it Jeez.
2: I think it's a really important part of relationships that they need to be worked on and mm. like grow over time. Real and good relationships are ones that have been like... Cultivated,
3: nurtured.
2: Worked on and yeah, created. You don't just um fall into a perfect relationship like romantic or otherwise with anybody. Well, you, you might, but like it gets better when you continuously like enjoy it over time and... And learn how
3: to deal with the like hiccups.
2: Yeah, learn, communicate, blah, blah, blah. But some people just... Just you don't need to. You can't force someone to see your perspective. You can't force someone to change. You can't. Do you know what I mean? You can't make someone not draining or toxic or whatever.
3: Um. Can I ask you? You can choose to decline the question. Mm, I can decline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can always decline the call. Uh huh. Have you ever cut anyone out of your life because they've been like too toxic?
2: Oh my god! Absolutely. I think I'm quite a chopper.
3: Yeah, you are. You're a, a woodcutter. You are you are a chopper, actually, now I come to think of it. yeah. Chop, snip and pop and crack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite a lumberjack. Not for lack of trying. To- no, no, never for lack of trying. Can you expand?
2: Um, I think it's quite a gift, honestly, that we all have in life to be able to choose certain aspects in all of the ways that you can't choose your life and so many parts of it. It's a gift to be able to lean into the parts that you do have choice over. And I feel like autonomy in your relationships and autonomy in where you find yourself being present is something I hold very, very highly and close to me. Totally. Like I just won't volunteer myself to be in a relationship or social setting that I'm not, that I'm just feeling like is not working for either of us. Because also I don't want to be fake. I don't want to, I'm not trying to give someone something that, is not real. I don't think that's fair either. But I think it's really important because I do think it's no coincidence. That there's a, I just think there's a big gendered aspect to it in the sense that we have an audience of largely young women and they're all saying that they're being people's therapists and blah 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 blah. And they're all in these toxic relationships. So that's not a coincidence to me. In the times where you can choose to like no longer entertain someone who is very obviously disrespecting you or like not treating you how you should be treated which is at the end of the day just fairly yeah then it's time to go and that's fine don't, you don't have to cling i'm not going cling wrap here's a cling wrap
3: free zone the earth is dying cling wrap i would call it cling film cling film so would i yeah i just said cling wrap. <laughs> that's what i took from that point that's what i took from that yeah amazing thank you <laughs> that whole lovely whole lovely speech I actually call it cling film. It's an honour to to share my thoughts with you. <laughs> I completely agree. It is. It's one of the things you should treasure the most. I think you know. Taylor Swift said, "You know,
2: when it's time to go, baby, bebe, you gotta go." <laughs> Sorry, I have to quickly say. I hope you don't mind me saying. Sophie went on a date with this guy, and he kept saying "bebe." <laughs> now I've said it in a podcast. I've taken it to the next level. <laughs> Not just a meme in in your friendship group now. Well, anyway. I think you know when it's time to just uh, You can't, it's very fucking unhealthy to be dreading the next time you're going to see someone or their name pops up on your phone and you're thinking, fuck, like the fuck am I going to say to you now? Or like yeah. every insecurity you have is somehow rooted in something they passed on to you or said to you is fucking unfair and despicable. And I do not want that for you. You don't deserve that. It's time to go. And th- th- you can open the door again. Doors can be unlocked. Keep the key. It's fine. Keep it, put it in a safe place. Place. it's okay it doesn't have to mean anything crazy
3: just let it go let it be fluidity but this is why i think you're strong like you are strong with like yeah i am if someone doesn't match exactly what you require from them at that moment not that you don't try not that with it's
2: well within reason also like i love different people blah blah blah.
3: i don't mean to say you're ruthless because you're... you're not <laughs> yeah, no, you're not I'm ruthless not. <laughs> you're not going around chopping down burning bridges left right and center no but you you are good at leaving when you want to leave
2: i'd rather have no relationship than a really horrible relationship that makes us both feel a bit weird and off and i totally fucking agree so if this podcast ends at any any given
1: moment (laughs) you know know what went wrong
2: it went sour i don't want like a bitter taste with especially but she will have kept the key yeah i'll keep the key like it's just it's just it's what it is it's fine it's gonna make both of us feel worse trying to continue something that's obviously not right for anyone it's horrible Mm -hmm. it's horrible it's a horrible experience and i think the worst uh, i just think there's no reason to come away from a from a relationship or a situation with somebody and you'll find yourself talking extensively about all the negative things about that person with other people you know they're talking about you as well that has to end also it doesn't even
3: have to be like a cut that it's like
2: oh fizzle fizzle city
3: yeah fizzle fucking city fizzle city (laughs) it's the only (laughs) way because also it's it's the only fucking way i don't want no conflict but i do think if you have had a few encounters that are like negative or like there's becoming a pattern here basically that they leave feeling great you leave feeling very bad like you need to go to bed you assume they're feeling great well i mean that they've used you in some way yeah they've used you yeah you have an amazing metaphor that's like they go on do you want to say your amazing metaphor is it the one about drowning? Drowning, yeah. <laughs> Is it the one
2: about sharks? It's funny because when you talk about cutting someone out... You think about this person. I think about this person. I think about this situation. And this was... I I felt this metaphor brewing. I had this metaphor when I was like... Fucking... God, nearly 10 years ago. When I was like 15. Very young. It. I felt like they were drowning. They were having a terrible time. And that's fine. But I was, for a long time, being happy to have my head be used... To keep them afloat. They were using my head to keep them above water. So I was being pushed under, drowning now. Now I'm fucking drowning. All because you couldn't swim. All because your your shore was waving. Your, your winds, your waves were choppy. Mm. And now I'm drowning.
3: You didn't bring a rubber ring. No. You brought no life jacket with you.
2: Oh, there's no rubber ring. There's no life jacket. The only option is drown and enter the next life without them but like you have to swim a- i had to swim away sorry mm-hmm. i have to swim away you're drown. you're drowning me and also like i'm happy to be drowned for like six
3: months a year two year too long yeah too long no too long look i'm not gonna die here it resounds i ha- i literally love how much that resounds i can't die here because it is just yeah it's powerful because it's like i think we all know that feeling when it's like okay i'll let myself just be drowned like you clearly need it like okay fine like uh-huh. I, i'm, I'm a- you're gasping for air here that's fine fa- fine okay fine i'll do it for a bit but there just comes a point when it's like i can't fucking do this forever now i'm drowning too i can't just let you essentially just like beat me to a fucking pulp every time you see me because you need a bit of self-esteem someone said emotional dildo yeah they did say emo- emotional dildo and we quite loved that not quite sure what they meant by that but i do love it (laughs) well that's what i said i said emotional dildo i love it but i don't understand it (laughs) (laughs) just sounds good doesn't it so it's like they're fucking yeah they're, they're they want you to fuck them but this is what i don't get it's like
2: it's weird isn't it yeah well they're just kind of fucking around with your emotions and like they're just using your emotions as something to just fuck around with yeah bit of a buffer zone
3: if you can work out the metaphor tell us how it works because i'd love to use it i
2: think i think it's up for interpretation
3: (laughs) let's do some analysis the emotional dildo is yeah so you're the emotional dildo so they want you oh hang on do you know what i mean it's like i would be like the dildo almost to me has an aggressive connotation oh so it would be like they're fucking you but actually it's like they're getting all the pleasure from you being the emotional dildo that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're just you're just waiting around on their bedside table, their beck and cold, to be like kind of shoved in their arsehole every now and then. it's like annoying and now you're covered in shit <laughs> 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 no one asked for that shit and period blood that <laughs> what a mess i really like this person said uh, just to kind of tie into what we were saying about like leaving a situation they said although it can hurt walking away you realize how much of yourself you lost while in it mm. and this bit i really like they said they can be extremely difficult walking away from because baby you got manipulated baby i'm just saying yeah a baby bit, bit. so true though mm-hmm. very hard to see when you're in it i think everyone likes to think oh you can't manipulate me yeah you can everyone can be manipulated
3: <laughs> is it, like a challenge <laughs> anyone you watch me walking away in itself is painful walking away choosing to be like i am leaving this thing out of my life from now on but then also on top of that yet yeah, you have the hi- the hindsight of going i lost myself like i where was i do i trust myself now
1: mm-hmm. like
3: what am i rebuilding from what like it's not just like now i leave you out of my life and i continue it's like no no you're back to you're having to reevaluate how you changed and who you were before you met that person or before the dynamic got toxic or whatever so it's like this weird loss of them but also loss of yourself and your perception of yourself is like changed forever because now it's like wait am i this real like manipulatable moldable person that just will go with whoever i talk to but it's like that's not the case Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. fucking weird to realize that you lost a part of yourself or like even potentially quite a lot of yourself because of another person i think for me
2: as a human being part of that experience for me is The acceptance that I'm going to be changed by other people. That's stunning. Because, well, what else is this life without it? Remember we saw it was like um, a world without vulnerability or like your life without being vulnerable. Like there's a lot less pain. Yeah, fine. You're going to escape a load of pain, but you're also going to escape a load of love. Yeah. I'd rather have full relationships and like commit to real... Love, fun, flawed, intense. Humans, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have that and know that, like, sometimes it's gonna hurt or, like, I'm not, it's not gonna be pleasant all the time. I'd rather. And you're both gonna fuck up in that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And, across all relationships completely
3: i entirely agree i think it's just part of it's just what it is to be human you you're wired for connection but it's also stressful i think it's also stressful to realize that you are more fluid than you thought in a way Mm, mm -hmm. or like you are more moldable like impressionable whatever word you want to put on it Mm -hmm. than you thought like if you identify as somebody that is sure of themselves or all the things you're told to be in life confident sure of yourself you're stable you're not a pushover you're authentic you're whatever then it is quite jarring to realise oh but when I'm with them I act fucking different and it doesn't mean that it feels like wrong or that you're acting or anything but it's the realisation that you change depending on who you talk to Mm -hmm. in a natural way but i do think it's jarring to be like yeah wait so when i've been camping for a week i have different habits to when i'm at home for a week it's like oh that's weird like who who's the real one Mm -hmm. but the truth is like they're both the real one Mm -hmm." you're fluid so i think even like if you take that out of like camping or like life experiences it's like so when i'm with this friend for a week I have different behaviours than when I'm with this friend for a week. And it's like, it's not really a problem until any of those behaviours are like painful. Exactly. It's a
2: jarring realisation. But I think the sooner you can have that realisation, the better. Because then you, it's a free game for you to decide who do you want to surround yourself with. Because it has a big impact on everyone 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 you're not exempt everybody i think the most independent or like headstrong or confident or secure people are the ones that know
3: that they are changeable are fluid yeah there is so much strength in that i think that's something i'm realizing because oh, i remember actually on the pattern the app the pattern Mhm. it's just one of those fucking apps that just seems to know too much it's like did they go through my diary when they mm-hmm. wrote this like what the hell but one of the things like it says like your life your the goal of your life is it's just fun and you shouldn't take these things too seriously but i do (laughs) and it said (laughs) the goal of your life like everyone had like sort of lovely things that the goal of your life is self-love or the goal of your life is um joy and like all of these stunning Mm. things and i remember going on my be like oh what's my goal life goal like click your relationships and I thought how dare the goal of my life yeah. be other people I'm fuming I'm absolutely fuming even though it's written by some guy it's written by like fucking Elon Musk like he doesn't know what he's talking uh-huh. about but I was like annoyed that it's like why do I get the shitty like the goal of what I'm trying to learn here is to have relationships like fuck off can it not be about me it's my life I'm the star of this show mm-hmm. but then I do think actually there is some acceptance pattern aside which obviously is an app there is something really important about learning that your relationships form you and you're not this independent island that is like unshakable and no one else can have an input
2: well someone who would have that reaction is seems like
3: someone who needs needs to hear that yeah literally (laughs) literally i think that's something about potentially having a preoccupation with like strength like independence and strength Mm -hmm. then it's like well i would not going to be changed by anyone like i know what i'm doing on my own i don't need anyone but then it's like actually when you open up your world to be like maybe I this person did impact me and maybe I learned a lot from that which that changed me in this way or maybe and even like smaller things like maybe I only like drinking iced coffee because I had drank it once with this person and that changed me I thought they were cool and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. it's like it's actually quite empowering to realize the impact that loads of your different relationships had on you and formed you
2: yeah you're
3: a product of them it's the only way really so who are you gonna be true to yourself in each moment choose wisely that's the only option you have yeah and this is the same not the same thing but it kind of leads into the thing about the thing that we talk about like I'm a morning person Mm -hmm. or like I'm an empath
2: yeah what label are you going to give yourself because you're giving everyone else toxic yeah so what does that mean for you
3: (laughs) what are you labeling yourself as is it positive yeah and probably the truth is that you are as toxic as them in other relationships Mm -hmm. and yeah sure there are fucking abusive relationships and i'm not saying that you should gaslight yourself out of knowing that something is abusive if something feels wrong it probably is wrong Mm -hmm. but just on the level of a friend using you as their personal life raft that they're drowning you whilst to keep themselves afloat it's like have you not done that have you not done that Mm -hmm. because yeah you didn't in that dynamic and you know how it felt but then did you go to the did you go to your mum after that and do that it's like this stuff is a lot of this stuff is like it's easy to be like you're toxic but it's like Uh uh-huh really are we gonna take get out our mirrors for a second
2: well it's easy to point the finger and cancel someone i'm holding them accountable whilst your fingers are covered in blood yeah you've been fingering someone on their period (laughs) (laughs) emotional (laughs) dildo
3: (laughs) i'm liking this app yeah, I am, as always, loving it. I do have something that I really liked that someone said.
2: Oh, it sounded like you were going to say, I do have something that's going to throw a spanner in the works, make you hate this episode. <laughs> yeah, go on.
3: No, no, no. Um, I have a good... Well, something, someone says that I think is really good. Mm. So they said, my friends being subtly passive aggressive, for example, the use of the word little before anything. Oof. And I thought that is such one of those things. But it's like, oh, look at you in your little outfit. I was going to say, you've oh. said that
2: before. Yeah, you've used that exact example,
3: actually. Little. Yeah. Oh, look, you've just got your little coffee. Oh, I love your little shoes. Very patronising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're off to your little job. Oh, you've got your little podcast. Your little podcast. <laughs> your little podcast. Your little po- that is insane. Oh, you're going to record your little podcast rudely accurate i'm there with my fucking lumberjack hammer there you go you're out of my fucking literally burn that bridge (laughs) but i think that is something that i've seen people i've seen i've had that in convo i've had that Mm. oh look your little i love your little top Mm. it's not a little top yeah yeah and i think that's something that you should communicate rather than that being like a toxic person of course that could be toxic that t- sounds like it's not going great if that's a repeated mm-hmm. use of a word that is very passive aggressive but i also think that's so something that someone wouldn't ne- wouldn't necessarily like realize they said well it's
2: probably they're probably drowning mm. sounds like it they're probably in choppy waves scared of sharks and now they're gonna use your head they don't even they don't know they just see this oh a little life jacket here i'm just gonna press on his fucking rose and jack on the door they think it's just yeah. an innocent
3: literally that <laughs> But I just thought that was good. A little example. Little example. Just put down her, put down her example. Just a little example <laughs> <for> that <girl. laughs>
2: That's funny. Um, do you have an example? Of what? Would you describe any of your relationships or any
3: experiences you've had with someone as toxic? I was thinking about this in the shower when I was washing out my hair dye just now, mm-hmm. because I knew we were recording. Um, she <laughs> needs to dye her hair for me. <laughs> I really well. I just thought, you know, when you wake up with just the itch to dye it. Did your little hair dye put on a little outfit <laughs> for me? <laughs> I was thinking that I. I don't know if I've had toxic people but i've had toxic dynamics mm-hmm. i definitely had some earlier in life because i think now i am quick to deal with it i'm quick to identify there's something unsaid here let's build. i definitely think i'm one of those people which in the similar way to saying like i don't like i don't want to give people fake dynamic yeah i think i'm actually incapable of having people i don't like in my life oh my god brutally honest i can't bear it if i don't get on with someone i won't see them again like i like to the point where it's almost a bit like someone could say one thing and i think i've made up my mind just like i just don't yeah, like yeah. Them, i don't want to see them which i can be too brutal when i know or like oh, know, that makes me sound mean <laughs> no it's fine live your truth but it's kind of not my truth live your judgy truth It's not even my truth <laughs> okay. though that's the I'm thing j- it's not even my truth live your bitchy truth there you go on show them. <laughs> <laughs> i like most people but some people just rub me the wrong way straight mm-hmm. away and i just think wow you're never i'm never going to see you again you're in your right it's just fine and people are like they are fine they're fine and I just thing I don't like them and I'm not gonna see them Mm -hmm. so I think I don't have many toxic unsaid things or like there are things maybe that need to be said still but I just think they're not inherently toxic like there's a lot the only reason I would have toxic things left in my life is because there's the amount of love I have there is like so outweighing what is unsaid and it's like i need to work through things but almost the amount of love there is like i'm not gonna cut you it's not destructive it's actually progressive you're being productive by keeping them and yeah i do think like earlier in life i've definitely had dynamics almost like a competitive relationship which is so vile like a competitive friendship Mm -mm. and those are the pits they really are the pits the pits yeah they are the pits because you can't win the only way to win it essentially is to drop out of the race because otherwise you do this thing where it's like you win one and it's like yes I feel great and then they win one it's like oh fuck i need to get it back and it's like Mm -hmm. it's just this horrible thing you're competing with someone it's not a friendship it's not a friendship at all you're competitors you're not friends you're competitors you're enemies you're enemies Mm -hmm. so i think i've definitely had those before which i The only way to break this one that I had was just to be like, you win. You absolutely win everything. Mm. And I drop out. I literally resign from this competition. Um, She's getting her gold medal. And I just say, no, I'll clap you on in the audience. Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's the only way to do it because otherwise it's... Otherwise it's Tonya Harding. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I don't want to win. I don't think that's a fun prize to win. Best person in the friendship. Oh, God, The winner of the, the competitive friendship. It's like, I don't want this thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And I luckily wasn't that close to this person. So it was fine. But if I think it would be really painful if you had like a very close person and that developed like a competitive thing. It's the only reason we can do this is because we're not in competition. There's no competition. There's no um, battle between us. Mm. I want what's best for you and you want what want what's best for me. Mm. <laughs> Or do I? I saying that I did kind of want a yes back. (laughs) No, yes. Of course. Oh god, go start saying. (laughs) Fucking hell. Maybe we're done because I've actually got. uh, We've got a busy weekend this weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. So busy. Thing is, they're gonna hear this after, but we are planning on going live on Sunday. Uh huh. From Brighton, so I'm gonna go see Wing in Brighton, which is so fun. See her new house. See her new rug. So fun. Yep. See the rug. See her new rug. I can't wait. Come swim with sharks with me. More excited to see that rug than I to see I am to see you to be honest (laughs) I'm gonna literally get into your house and just lie down on that rug (laughs) so we've got that planned that's so fucking fun and I'm going to a festival before so I'm gonna be hungover. yeah
2: very fun yeah you're
3: gonna be a mess I'll nurse you back to house and I might see this guy the night before yeah the baby the baby the baby guy so I'm gonna be knackered on the Monday it's quite the ordeal yeah and I'm
2: gonna drain you to fuck (laughs) (laughs) prepared to be drained and I can't wait (laughs) No one I'd rather be drained by. Okay, cool. Well, if you guys don't hear from us, can I quickly actually, before you assume the worst, I just want to say thank you so much for everyone who listened. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's you. And thank you to everyone who sent in things. Just thank you for being here. I can't even explain. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have no idea. Have the best day. Have the best, 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 best day. Now assume the worst. Now you can assume the worst. (laughs)